0: let's say for many branded content, it's like it's used as like almost a tool to just show off with a cool backflip to sell something. And stuff like that is like the thing that people see a lot. Um, so I think that we were kind of, we were very attracted to the idea of like being as raw as possible with the, vid- with the videos that we create. So like we really wanted to show like exactly the way we train and we wanted to use whatever music we want.
1: Hi, Luis here. Glad that you're also sticking by. Today on Swapping Shoes, I had the honor to talk with Joel Larsson, from Sweden, representing one of the most promising teams in nowadays parkour scene, Kippa. Joel is only 18 years old and has been busy creating quality content on the socials and he be issuing a whole magazine with his team, it's crazy. We talked about movement styles, competitions and a lot about the duality between skateboard and parkour. So, let it roll. I hope you enjoy it. This is Swapping Shoes with Joel Larson. Cool. Nice. Awesome. There we go. Let's go. Hello, Joel Larson. Welcome to Swapping Shoes, man.
0: Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me on.
1: Good to have you, yes. Um, You're one of the type of people that I I, I haven't met for real on person. Right. Uh, And I mean... Uh, We are kind of like completely different generations. How old are you?
0: I'm turning 19 in like a month.
1: Oh, wow. So cute. (laughs) Yeah, how old are you? (laughs) I'm turning 30 in three days. Oh, really? Hi. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that's cool. Um, Highly productive, though. Keeper is doing such a crazy work nowadays. Oh, thank you. I appreciate
0: that. Yeah, it's been kind of a lot... Because around this age, like, like 18 to 19, um, we're doing, like, the finals in school right now. So, like, especially mm-hmm. the start of, like, this year and this summer has been, like, not that much stuff getting done because we, like, we have to do so many tests and, you know, finish up everything to actually be able to, like, get out of school. But um, <laughs> I do reckon once we get out of school, there'll be, like, there'll be a lot more time for us to actually be able to do, like, everything that we want to do with keeper. so... <laughs>
1: There's a problem that is very foreign to me nowadays. Yeah. But I've been there, I've been there. Uh, are you planning on going to university or...? Um, I've never
0: actually planned that I want to go to university, but I'm really trying to get out of school with the, uh, with, like, the right grades so I can go in the future if I want to. But it's nothing that I'm planning for like the near future at least.
1: And are you good in school?
0: Um, it's like, I, I understand the subjects and everything but I'm very like lazy when it comes to actually getting the things done. So I usually just do mm-hmm. like enough to actually get by in the subjects, but I'm not like a grade A student or anything. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah,
1: I understand. It's, it's not your interest. So you don't want to put so much energy on homeworks or projects. And stuff right, like right. That, right? Mm-hmm. You want to train and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, and how about keeper, man? How, how many are you in the team? Um, well,
0: we are five people, um, there's there's one guy named Tim who isn't like as active anymore because um, he, you know, he's like a year older than us. So he recently had to like get a job and work a lot and he just recently got like his own apartment and stuff. Um, so I think he's been a bit less like available to actually go and like train with, with us um, because of that. But yeah, we're five guys. So it's me, um, Kevin Francine, mm-hmm. um Lester Castro, Hugo and then
1: Tim. Super sick. Very nice. I love your content, man. Super cool. So good. The level is so nice. I also really appreciate the fact that uh, you are this kind of new um, generation um, that is still so strong in parkour because you guys are really good in flips and stuff, but super strong in in fundaments, not only the, um, because you could be only free runners, like just do flips and stuff, Mm. but you're strong boys and you're freaking beast man i would never say you're 19 until i saw you oh because you, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look yeah young. thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: well yeah i do get what you're saying because like i feel like when we started to train there was like kind of a shift between like you know the uh, if you would call it pure parkour where it's just like you know maybe running jumps or cat passes whatever and like as we started to like get slightly older, it kind of faded into way more flips and stuff within the community out here in Sweden at least. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of us has has gotten like a bit of both sides to it. So like we've practiced both, you know, the pure PK side of things, but also like, you know, I started out like on trampolines and stuff. (laughs) So there's like, just a mix of like, you know, a lot of jumps, but also a lot of flips kind of thing. So I think it works kind of well for all of us to kind of have that mix um, in the movement, you know?
1: Cool. When did you start training? ah uh,
0: it's a tough question because <laughs> it's like it's it's pretty hard to define when i started to train parkour because like i said because i was jumping like trampolines and stuff when i was younger i don't i didn't really have like an exact point where i said all right i'm starting parkour mm. um, but probably around like eight years ago or something like that
1: yeah sick super good so it's
0: still like a long time but like i said it's hard to like define when i actually started like actually training parkour you know
1: yeah by that time uh the airwhip was still kind of like the movement airwhip the, the the athletes yeah, of yeah, airwhip they were still quite active right now nowadays they are pretty much stopped in movement yeah
0: yeah pretty much like at least the original athletes on there like you know marcus Gustafsson and philip jungberg yeah and those guys but yeah they were huge like for the swedish scene at that point because they were doing like because you know there were a lot of people out here training um but like I feel like the AWIP guys really went like big with it, you know, like they wrote shouts like to like everyone in the community if that makes sense. Mm. You know, like they made videos with like many other international athletes and they really like had a big impact on the scene, I feel like.
1: Yeah. And and now Sweden is a factory of amazing parkour people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you have it seems you guys, like <laughs> Keeper and you have that kid that makes no sense, Alice.
0: Ellis, yeah, yeah.
1: Are you from the same city?
0: No, but he's not too far away. Uh, it's really cool, actually, because we've seen Ellis kind of come up from, you know, when he was very young. And at that point, you know, he, he was very good, but there was a lot of kids that was like on a similar level. Mm-hmm. But then which was just like one at one point he just kind of exploded. <laughs> you know, when you can tell that someone is like taking something way more seriously than maybe the other kids, whatever. So you could really start to see how he just exploded in his progression. Um, so it's very cool to see like, cause like at this point he's, he's just gotten to a level where I feel like there's so many people that knows about him and he has such an ability where he can like, you know, cause has been doing like a lot of, um, there's like the online competitions, like an Instagram yeah. type of thing. And I feel like in that type of, of movement patterns and like that type of style, he's just dominating.
1: Like, yeah, time. man. It's crazy, like, he's so it's good. crazy. Yeah, uh, it's. I think it has a lot to do with the uh, the gym culture there, right? Because the weather is so yeah. bad, you you need to spend a lot of time inside training. So right,
0: right. Uh, well, it's, it's hard. Like the weather, uh, you know, it isn't really bad, but it, I think it's also like a. I don't know how it happened, but I feel like out here in Sweden we have a lot of like, we have houses and in between the houses we have plain grass, <laughs> type of thing. Like I feel like in a lot of other cities, like. Let's say England, for example, in a lot of English cities, there's like in between the houses, you have like in the yards, there's like concrete walls. There's like mm-hmm. actual spots. But out here, I feel like we more so have like plain grass, maybe like a playground. <laughs> so I feel like out here, we're, our, like, our community and like the way we train is kind of based around like doing things to soft, to like the soft landings yeah. type of thing. So I feel like that kind of make the grounds for like the heavy flip oriented movement you know but
1: but yours is not like this the keeper movement is is very concrete style
0: yeah we, we're trying to move in that direction because <laughs> it's like I, I didn't really think about those type of things before like because i usually just went out and i did the jumps i think were fun and that could be whatever like you know flips to sand or whatnot but then like when you start to watch like maybe sorrow or whoever you can actually tell like that there is kind of a higher value almost in like doing actual, like if you, if you think about actually like scary parkour challenge on like concrete walls, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that is like, that's another thing. Like to me, that's so much scarier than like a big flip to sand. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just another thing, you know? So because of that, I think that we're, we're definitely trying to move in that direction a
1: lot more. But it's also like, uh, it's, it's more rewarding for you, right? For us, when we practice, instead of flipping to sand. Of course, it's awesome to be able to unlock a crazy trick to a soft landing, but somehow there's this magic of landing and doing challenges that are concrete jungle-based. Mm. Right, is right. a whole new era. Uh, and how is it How is it for you that, that you don't have a lot of spots? How can you explore that? In your weird architecture that is not so uh, orangey. <laughs> I mean, concrete. I'm
0: probably uh, making it out to be worse than it actually is. I mean, we do have a lot of spots, but mm-hmm. I feel like in in general, of like the way that our ar- architecture is like in most places. Like, let's say if we go to like the inner city, there's obviously like a lot of spots that we can go to. But I feel like if you go out into like a bit of a suburbs, it's just plain flat grass kind of yeah. thing. But we, we do we do have a lot of spots. Um, but also, like, you know, we just have this thing over here. Where we just get tired of the spots. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we have these, like, you know, main five spots. And it's, like, it's obviously very cool to, to like, go back to them every time. Because when you've progressed a little bit, you can find, like, the new challenges and, uh, you know, that sort of stuff. But it's also, like, we just get fucking bored of the spots out here yeah
1: no, i understand you i understand you both ways and i also don't understand you because i keep going to the same spot where i started training 15 years ago and it's my favorite place to train 100 percent sure right right yeah
0: there's like two there's like two sides to it because you know usually like if we um if you know like the main spot and someone says like yeah let's go there we're like oh i don't know man we we go there every time you know once you actually pull up to the spot it's like You can tell like, you know, if it is a good spot and you've trained there for a long time, it's just, you know, it's just all love for the spot. You keep finding like new challenges and stuff. And I think because it's harder to then find new things to do when you actually find them and you, you know, complete them, it's like way more rewarding as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Also becomes like our our little. Mecca, you know, our little holy place and every time there's right, something you right. is thrown in the, the same spot You're like, oh, this spot just got a little bit better <laughs>
0: Right, right, right. But it's cool because it kind of puts like if there's a lot of people training at the spot It's like it kind of puts the spot on the map,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: like uh, let's say IMAX or whatever So it's cool if you see a lot of clips from the same spot because then you can kind of put it into perspective because it's hard when you're talking like distance wise, it's kind of hard to tell on a video like how big something is, but if you can kind of compare a lot of different, like, things that has been done on the spot, you can still kind of gain, like, uh, like, somewhat of an understanding of, like, what is very hard to do and, you know, whatever. So it's cool, like, when people do different things at the same spot, you can really, like, kind of follow yeah. the process of it, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and also because when more people from different backgrounds, they come to your spot, they will have their whole new perspective. They don't, no one looks at the spot in the same way. Not even the person who started training parkour with you and has the s- exact same style as you, there's no way you see the spot in the same way. You will find different challenges and you play around in different ways. And it's right, like right. infinite, infinite, uh, search, infinite exploration, which is really great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you, are you, uh, applying for art of motion this year? Online qualifiers? Uh,
0: no. Well, no, I, I don't think so. Why? <laughs> no, Come but... <laughs> um, well, it's a hard thing because, like, people ask those, like, similar questions to that, like, here and there. And it's like, I would love to be in Art of Motion mm-hmm. um, and I would love to make, like, a submission. But at the same time, it's, it's not really what I want to do within parkour right now. Like, I'm not trying to focus that much on competition Good. at the moment. Like, I've competed before when I was younger, and it's like, it's sick, because, you know, you're, you know, it's fucking scary, <laughs> and it's hard to overcome, like, the mental barrier of, like, you know, doing competition and stuff, but it's like, I don't know, I just don't feel the urge to actually try to enter competitions and stuff, because I feel like it's kind of different from the way that I usually train, um, so it just doesn't really feel natural to me at the moment, so I'm not really um, trying to do that too much at the moment.
1: Yeah, you know make sense? It, oh, it makes complete sense, man. I feel like there is eleven years gap between me and you, but we are in the same place <laughs> because I also competed yeah. <laughs> back in the back in the days and to be honest, I never had fun. I knew that it was a nice challenge because you have to do this thing of the breaking the mental barrier and and controlling your, your, your emotions and just doing your thing, right? But it's right. it is scary and it doesn't feel super good and natural, but in the end, it's quite rewarding. Even if you don't do great in the competition, it's still rewarding to know that the job's done. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 But it's a completely different thing for the reason why we do play good. So why- Yeah, why but it's w- so
0: like, it's so different now, like how the competitions work as well. Like for example, like the Instagram competitions. Dude, it's gone so crazy. Like, especially if we're talking about Ellis and stuff, like I, I just can't compete with that. You know, he throws like, he did, like, lines in his backyard with a Kongainer 360 and then, like, fly away, re-grab to, you know,
1: to swing full whatever. Yeah, and
0: it's like, you know, they put so many of these tricks that I would consider, like, if I were to do the tricks, I would consider them the best thing that I've ever done in my life <laughs> kind of thing. And they put three of those in the same line. So it's like, I look at those submissions and I'm like, I can do my best and try to be in the competition, but I won't get in anyway, so I'm going to just train in my kind of way, in my, you know, the way I want to train. And I might just appreciate the competitions for what they are. But I'm not really trying to get involved and like change my style to kind of match it with like how you kind of supposed to build the line in order to get into the competition, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, Isn't but isn't that the secret of being very successful in competitions? Because if you look back in the, uh, historic of, uh, uh winners of Art of Motion, for example, it was never the one with the sickest trick, it was always the one with the best character in the movement and who, who stuck to their child to their style and performed well, clean, with flow and creative. Yeah. 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 That's so,
0: interesting. I mean, it's definitely a sense of like, if you kind of know what the judges are looking for, you can really implement that into like how you make your lines, but it's very true what you're saying. Like, cause some people kind of throw very, like very big tricks, but. Let's say the connections are pretty bad. So then they lose a lot of flow points, for example. And I remember, uh, do you know Charlie Havel from England? Um, It was like a couple of years ago, maybe even three or four, but he was talking about how, you know, he was, uh, I think it was at NAPC or something like that. Uh, Like kind of, you know, one of the very big competitions still. Um, And he was talking about like, he said, I didn't really do any hard tricks, but I put so much time into practicing all my connections to the point where they were kind of you know as good as they could be and because of that I think he was placed like very high in the competition still like he was up against probably people who did like crazy big stuff but because he had such great connections in between his movements he still got up like very high I think he was placed like third or something so like there's different different ways to play it but yeah that's an interesting conversation
1: that like style competitions, even though I think that we found criteria, uh, for example, art of motions or NAPC or elite, the criteria they are very co- coherent and they make sense mm-hmm. uh, to be the, the things that we judge on, and and I think that the the punctuation is the scoring is going well. Right. So, uh, but still, I can never take away. A little bit of subjectivity. Mm. Because um, for me, for example, um, this year I'm judging Art of Motion, right? Oh, so, you are? Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm one of the judges of Art of Motion. I understand what is really difficult in parkour and what is really difficult in tricks. Mm. But for example, for Pasha, who is also judging Art of Motion, I don't, I don't know. Maybe probably he knows because he's a very intelligent and movement intelligent dude. Uh, I'm not sure if he can understand how difficult some of the parkour, only parkour, movements are. Right, uh, right. A part of the single really hard tricks. So there's this forever the subjectivity on parkour style competitions.
0: Yeah, that's like the hard thing with every like everything that you're judging. It's like because there are criterias, but I feel like. You're, you're a person that's judging it, so obviously you're gonna have a little bit of subjectivity, you know, so it's a weird, it's a weird
1: thing. So you, I don't think that you should be scared or, or, or say that it's, not, I, I mean, <laughs> I know that you don't want to, but I don't think that uh, you uh, have to compete uh, um, to judge yourself in the, the sense of, oh, Alice Thorhow is doing con, uh, Congenity three right. sixty to fly away, regrab to fly away, <laughs> double with the twist. Right. Uh, uh because you have things that are way cooler and stronger than him for example i probably would vote yeah, for you thing. voting for him <laughs> because your, your well, style well. resonates more to my my style of parkour and i like it more i am probably gonna get fired after saying this right? <laughs> <laughs> no no i
0: understand you like because there's, there's definitely you know obviously different like ways to do it you know let's say if he's very um, based off of like the big tricks, maybe I could be based off connections or flow or whatever. So there's obviously different ways to, to get like the line done in the best way. And you know, that's subjective as well, I guess, like he's doing the best line that he can in, in his way, for example, and everyone does, and I would do it in, in the best way I could. And that's usually how I've approached competitions earlier. Like, cause there's been people like around me at the competition. Who's kind of trying to be smart. Um, In a way of, like, I know what the the judges want and they're trying to, like, kind of match that. (laughs) But I'm more of, like, I'm building this line and I like it. (laughs) And, you know, that's it. It's, like, it's kind of, you know, as long as I'm happy with it and I do the best that I can, I'm not really going to change that anymore, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, of of course. I think it's great. And in the end, it's just your art, right? Your your art is different to uh, Ellie's art, for example. And, right, right. And here, here's a point. Where is the line? Where can we draw the line between uh, parkour free running, our thing, and Ellie's and gymnastics?
0: Dude, I don't know. Because I've, I've been uh, speaking about this as well with my friends. Because it's like... We've been watching, uh, let's say Ellis or people who do similar tricks and it's like, I'm obviously not trying to discredit him for the things that he's doing.
1: No, of course not. No discredit, it's still sick.
0: All right. But it's still like, you know, some of the movements are like very, you know, gymnastics influenced, you know, like if you're doing a straight trick, like off a bar, for example, like a swing falling back out, you know, if you just watch that clip that could just as well be gymnastics you know Mm -hmm. well i guess if you're doing it outside it's like considered parkour but i do understand what you mean it's like it's very hard to actually once you get up to that level and it's very let's say flip based it almost feels more as like i'm not really gonna say gymnastics but it's definitely another way of training parkour like it's very different to like if we would call it like the roots of it you know like the pure parkour like a to b type movement like it's so different which is very cool, but that makes it very hard to like actually pinpoint. Of like, you know, if someone says what is parkour, like at this point, there's so many different ways to actually like do it. You know,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. There are so many different ways, and of course, his way is one of the ways, or the, of this this type of movement is one type of movement. But uh, it's, it's what you said, like the, It's a little bit uh, detaching from the the goal of this part of the activity Mm -hmm. because isn't, isn't it a lot about creating a line and a connection rather than just uh, trick, 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 trick. And what is in between, you put a lazy there, so it's parkour. No, because if you take that lazy out and you put this in a flat ground with a blue floor, then it's gymnastics, you know? right right but uh for example that's what I, that's what i'm saying about your movement for example because i can clearly see it you're very good at flips but your base is finding the challenge is not just mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. a trick performing the trick is finding the challenges and you and the keeper guys you really seem to be working on this like there's this video of a kevin quad twist quad a twist yeah <laughs> and it's just a trick it's just a trick yeah it's just a trick but there's something really special about it that trick had you really need to find a special place to do it. So mm, the mm. trick is not a gymnastics trick because you cannot do it do it anywhere. You need to find this perfect setup. And he found it. So I feel yeah, like this, this is where the line lays, like um, parkour on the spot, on the obstacles, or flips in any that can be applied to any area, you know? I haven't thought of
0: this before, but I guess you can kind of explain it as like if you look at like the base of parkour, which is like an A to B type movement. I think what maybe we at least are kind of trying to do is like, if you have an A to B line that you want to do with like straight on movement, you try to make flips as like a part of the connections of like getting where you need to go type of thing Mm -hmm. so that the line still makes sense. So Mm -hmm. like you're building, like you're implementing the flips into the line to kind of, know you're making it more exciting and cool and and hard but it kind of makes sense as in like the flow of the line Mm -hmm. but i guess what what we're kind of reacting to on like someone like ellis is because they're kind of doing it the other way around Mm -hmm. i'd say like Uh, they have the flips and then they put in the the parkour elements as like a way to get around in between the flips yeah maybe someone like um you know archie from i think he's russian like he does he does that art a lot of, there's like, there's a lot of flips that he's going to do in the line. And then there's like the small, um, step throughs so or lazies in between just to get around from the different flips that he's doing. Yeah. So it's like kind of two perspectives on the same thing. If that makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it's not, it's not wrong. There's no one that is better than the other. It's just, it's just a very different way of seeing things. And it's of course, Archie, Alice, uh, Nico, they are also are all super like, amazing athletes they're so great super super good mm. I like to, to to see them okay so um f- we first you first contacted me actually I first contacted you because of uh um of the the conversation parkour versus skateboard on article right. and I like I you you answered me you took a lot of time to give me really good answers and um I don't know if you remember what you said but I think that you said it so much out of your heart that you can just um say it again without, uh, like stuttering or being in doubt. Yeah. So I, I want to, I want to get really easy here. What is your, uh, um, where do you find the similarities? The cross? I mean, obviously
0: it, it, it will be forward. different depending on like how you train parkour. I like, guess we said there's like different ways to train parkour, but like to me and the way like me and my friends train, I feel like there's so many similarities just based upon like the way let's say if you're with your friends, like your crew, and you go to a spot, then the challenge is basically to go to the spot and you as a person tries to find a line that you want to get done and then you kind of work it out or the word that you use, like decipher, like a challenge Mm -hmm. at the spot. And then, you know, you usually end up like filming it and using it in like a video project, you know? And I mean, basically that's exactly what, skateboarders do but with a skateboard (laughs) type of thing (laughs) Um, so you know definitely there's like a lot of depth to it but if you if you look at it very simply like in my opinion I feel like it's very similar but the main difference is like a skateboard (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, Uh, but that's definitely not like the origins of it like that's kind of where where I'm at right now and like the way that I train maybe but I'm not saying that that's the way that the whole parkour community is training or something like that um, but also, um, you know, I reckon um, there's just like just a lot of similarities with with like how the community works as well, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like parkour has kind of grown into now at to like a point where we have like a very big like global community. So let's say for example, if I travel to Germany and I've never been to the city before is going to be like already a community day of people who, who train around the city. They can show me around. You're, you're kind of automatically friends with everyone, you know, that sort of stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a skateboarder, so I can't speak for the skateboarding mm-hmm. community, but I feel like they work in a very similar way where it's like, you know, community is one of the things that make the activity like the most fun. Like if I were training parkour, but there weren't any sort of community to it, it wouldn't be nearly as much fun, but it's like a community that puts you in like a bigger, bigger pers- perspective on... the sport that you're doing so i feel like there's a very big like similarity in between the community that surrounds parkour and skateboarding
1: um there is there is Uh, last week i was uh, recording uh, with pedro and Camila, a documentary for this portuguese tv channel and the Mm. one of the producers she was uh she's um uh, she is really present and really active in the skateboarding community she in the portuguese skateboarding community she is uh, she's considered the mom all the new kids oh, really? <laughs> they see her as the mom because she was the one who created the portuguese skateboarding association she's in contact with all the brands she saw all the shops opening and closing all the competitions all the big names and we had a, a good conversation and she told me like the conversation that this conversation with her started with her saying um, I really enjoy seeing you guys here on the spot. It really reminds me how the skateboarding community is. And on that mm. moment I was like, Oof. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. tell me why. And I asked her why. And she told me that that you're saying that we, we go to spots. We look for a challenge, look for what we want to do. The other ones are just like hyping, helping, taking part of the same challenge. The other one is going to take the fun, film it to Mm-hmm. Um, get a clip, maybe put it in a video. So I do, I do believe that there is a lot of similarities, and I think that it's it's really good. Um, the point of that post that I did, that I wrote, Coyote uh, did the design, is that I feel nowadays that, and I want to get your opinion on this. I feel nowadays it is in the description that we parkour people we compare too much. It's not that. Mm. It's not like. Some, sometimes it seems also that we're trying hard to be like skaters. Right. right. And it's, it's, it's a, there's a point that for me makes me a little bit sad uh, mm. because I see new generations coming like Kipa or GFan specifically, actually, um, that you guys really it seem like you're mimicking a little bit. But I feel right, like it's right. also inspiration, obviously, and inspiration mm. is great. Uh, but the main point is too much comparison. It's hard to compare when we are in different contexts, you know. And I don't feel yeah, like you yeah. need to put so much pressure because I don't feel, feel like the end goal of parkour and skate is the same. Mm. You understand what I mean? So what, what do you think about this? That's about this opinion?
0: Um, <clears throat> well, I think first of all, that you're very, you're very right about what you're saying. Like, obviously I cannot say that, <laughs> like that Keeper and GFam are not like inspired, if not in some ways copied by skateboarding. Right. But I think it has its reasons and it has its, you know, it has these reasons why it isn't straight off copying, but more so like using like a similar perspective on things. Mm -hmm. So,
1: how do I keep this short? No, no, no! Don't no, don't think about it keeping it short. I mean, right. I'm not ditch, ditching on your work. I fucking love it. I really, really love. <laughs> no, v- no, no! I know, I know. They yeah, keep yeah, a yeah. magazine. They keep a YouTube videos. Your presence, your style, your movement. I love all of it. Very, very right, much. Right, right. Cheers. But I, I, want, I want the parkour people see it and think, Oh, parkour people are cool. Rather than parkour right, people right. see it and feel like, Oh, I want to look like them, but they actually look more like skateboarders. Mm, <laughs> right. You know? You understand?
0: Yeah. Well, I think first of all, like skateboarding, you know, obviously it has become so popularized. Could you call it mainstream almost at this point? It's like, you know, every kid in my age, are trying to look like skateboarders Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of thing. Like it's so popularized and I think it's because skateboarders have a very, very good way of like showing exactly what skateboarding is. If that makes sense. It's like, if you watch a skateboarding video, it's so, it has such a raw feeling many, many times. It's like, they're they're not trying to like, make something look way too cool or way too professional or way too artsy. They just kind of show what they do in the way that they do it. So like Mm -hmm. they're kind of reflecting the way they skate or the the music they listen to or when they're hanging out after the sessions, whatever. That's like how I see it at least. Mm-hmm. And I think we were very attracted to that because in my opinion, um, it's like in Parkour's history of like videos and stuff, There's there's been so many different types of videos kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there there isn't really like a clear perspective, at least not from like the outside world, if you could call it that, of what Parkour like actually is. And I feel like it's a very clouded perspective because there's so many... You know, like we said, there's so many different ways to train and so many different ways to upload your videos and how you edit them and the music choices and whatnot. So it's, it's a very unclear vision of what parkour means and what it is. Because, you know, many times when you're out training and let's say a group of people passing by, they kind of look at parkour as like this show-off thing that people use just to get attention. Like that is like, <laughs> that's almost like a real perspective of the sport. Not not that simple, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? like. Yeah it's a kind of clouded perspective of what parkour is. And I feel like in many videos, it's kind of almost used as like, let's say for many branded content, it's like, it's used as like almost a tool to just show off with a cool backflip to sell something and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Is like the thing that people see a lot. Um, so I think that we were kind of, we were very attracted to the idea of like being as raw as possible with the, with the videos that we create. So like, we really wanted to show, exactly the way we train and we wanted to use whatever music we want and I think because we wanted to kind of create something I'm not going to say new but something that is um, very heavy in one direction um, that the way of kind of making it look similar to a skate video just felt very um, like it felt like it made sense mm-hmm. type of thing um, because in that way we can kind of show that you know, we're we're not trying to act professional about this. We're not trying to make it out to be like this um cool philosophy and like, yeah, we're we're better than you because we've got this uh, uh philosophy of parkour. It's like, no, nah, we're just out jumping and <laughs> we're just having fun. And I feel like we wanted to make that very clear and we we're trying to do like everything that we can to to show that we're doing it in, in our way, if that makes sense. And I think okay. many people coming up right now is doing it. Um, from like a similar perspective,
1: yeah. If that makes yeah. any sense. No, 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 it's cool. No, I like it. I I agree with you. Yeah, there's a lot of this. Um, and the main parkour videos are all these perfect filmed uh, videos, mm-hmm. like a uh, st- st- storm volume one. It's crazy right, right. cinematography with this m- really epic music and people on fire and. <laughs> All right, cra- but don't get me wrong,
0: like, volume one, that's, like, one of the best videos. Oh, no, of so course, ma- it's like, great, in my it's opinion. great. But it's All it's right. also but really it's, good uh,
1: that we have this this lifestyle more... more, more mm.
0: Yeah, but, but, you know what I'm saying, like, sometimes it kind of feels like when you're watching a parkour video that it's, it's so, like, patched up, you know, it's, it's filmed on, like, a fucking expensive camera and it's, like, very, like, beautiful, like, it's color corrected and it's, like, you know take away like even the noises from the parkour is just like some crazy ass music over it and i'm not saying that that's wrong that's probably the way that this person wants to create that video and there's obviously a spot for those type of videos Mm -hmm. um or like they should exist (laughs) (laughs) you know but i feel like we just wanted to create something that was more like real to us i guess because i feel I, i just think that when we watch those type of videos we're just kind of like, yeah, that's sick, but we don't really relate to the way that they create their videos, so we want to create something that we uh, fuck with more, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, 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 it makes sense. And it's cool because your videos have a lot of personality, and I really like it. Um, I like, let me see if I find this, uh, f- a, few, a few videos in a second, that you, on, on your on Nkipa on channel, mm. that is like the. Just the story of one challenge. You have more than one of those, actually, right? Uh,
0: yeah, we have a couple, probably. Yeah, there?
1: and I, I, and I, re- I really, I really enjoy it, and it's not only like a vlog. Like you have the Joels 183 battle, um, <clears throat> the Kevin's uh, quad eight twist. There was another one that I really liked. Uh, the oh your running cat battle, man! I love this video. And yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's super cool, and the challenge also looks dope dope to try, dope to do, yes, have- Yeah.
0: But I mean, once again, like those type of videos, they are already existing in like BMX and skateboarding culture. Mm-hmm. Like they have made those type of videos for years and years. And we obviously, um, gathered like inspiration from there. But I think, you know, it's hard to pinpoint as well because, you know, we definitely like, we can see a video from Thrasher magazine, for example, when they're breaking down a jump. And we can say like, oh shit, that's a great idea to like actually show the background process of something. Um, but then like, if we make a video in that sort of style, but in like, obviously it will somehow be in our own way because you know, it's, it's the way we film and you know, Mm -hmm. it's obviously parkour. It's like, it's, it's kind of hard to make sure that it's enough, our version of it, so we don't straight off copy it, if that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like it's, it's hard to see where the line goes.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's cool. It's, it's cool. Mm. And it's also, even if you would completely copy the Thrasher videos or any skateboard videos, you're creating uh, volume to our community. Volume, I mean, in quantity of quality in art and material that is put inside of the parkour community, in the parkour mm. history. And this is also gonna influence a lot in inside of our community. So, to we have this side that is very like a skate style, and you have another style that is completely Storm Volume One style. And mm-hmm. this is just a spectrum, and in between that you have all these connections, you know.
0: Right, right. But I guess you could kind of see it as like, um, you know, obviously as skateboarding has been like it's been around for for a longer period of time. They have come up with, you know, they've come so far in like, in like just the way the sport has grown, if that makes sense. So they've come up with so many genius ways to kind of create an outlet for the sport and a demand for the sport. So it's like they created such a big community. So like people want to like really see these videos. Right. Mm -hmm. And I guess that we're kind of using that as a tool to see, well, an experiment and see like how would parkour like the parkour community react to a video in a similar sense or like in a similar style. Because yeah. I feel like it's definitely inspired by something, but it's, it's created new when it's put into another context, if that makes sense. yeah. So yeah. it's kind of just like a tool of like seeing how the parkour community reacts to like a similar, um, yeah, a similar
1: concept, I guess. Yeah. But man, we, we are cool too. Let's make parkour cool, not parkour, skate cool. You know this, mm. this 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 is also the main point of that post that I did I think like so, of course I, I I gotta be honest i I wore baggy pants three x one l for maybe eight years, yeah, I still have some in my closet that I refuse to wear because I <laughs> honestly know they are fucking ridiculous, man, they look horrible yeah. why 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 <laughs> did I spend so much of my time wearing those pants <laughs>
0: I see Dude, them now. I was actually the same. I wore the, uh, the etrophorts, both grey and black, and then I went into uh, the crap 4XL. It was crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> They're, hu- <then> they're like, <laughs> ugly. They're ugly. They're not pretty. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I still think like a pair of crafts can look sick, but it's just, it, it's not really uh, convenient. Because what we're trying to, like what we're doing at the moment, I, I feel like me and my friends, is kind of like, we still enjoy like, big ass pants, but it's, if you just wear it in like, you know, a jean material, you can wear that shit to school. And then you come out from school and then you can train. It's still comfortable and it looks sick. And it's like what we would wear anyways, type
1: yeah, of thing. There's a line, there's a line. Of course there's a cool one. You put the whole clothes baggy, you're wearing the clothes of like, yo, I'm baggy. That's cool. Of course, mm. very cool. But nowadays, I can't imagine me, a 30 years old man, leaving my house, with a T-shirt, a normal T-shirt, I don't, I don't feel so much anymore like wearing super baggy T-shirts, for example. I like to look mm. a little bit more casual, simple, and without being so flashy, you know? Uh, mm. If I'm walking down my street with, the, with a pair of those baggy pants, everyone is looking at me and they're like, Oh, this guy does parkour. And to be honest, I don't feel like it's super cool no more. <laughs> of course, in movement, yeah. it's, it's really nice. It's like when you're moving you're making a video, they look amazing in video. And they also, they right. are a symbol of our sport. And I completely respect, respect that. But I, I have to admit, I don't feel like wearing them anymore. And I don't feel like they're super cool. <laughs> um, but the, going back to the point is parkour is cool. And I feel like we can, um, we have this. this type of being cool that is similar mm-hmm. to the skateboard, but is also very different. And is is this thing of uh, that you said uh, that you like the rawness of, of skateboard and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. And I think it's great that people can uh, uh, talk about this and show this on videos and stuff, but I really mm-hmm. like, I, I love the sanctity of parkour. I don't want to sound very conservative, but I love the, the type of meditation type of thing because it's it's, it's like for me it's more like a martial arts than yeah i feel like parkour for me is closer to martial arts and climbing than to bmx Mm -hmm. and skateboards and it's different from people to people but for me it really seems like this close because of the way we approach and the way um that we act on spots at least me and my friends me and our community and and for I sure, really like sure. this coolness, you know, this uh, zenness. Because most part of my friends, are also really zen people, really chilled. Um, we connect to the street, to the street as as if it's this uh, holy, sancty thing, like all <laughs> walls, <laughs> yeah. urban environment. Let's find this problem and let's fix it, let's solve it. And we train right, to be right. strong also because I also like I'm thirty, and I'm fit, and I enjoy it. And you also, yeah. you're also, you're 19, you're a tank. It's super cool. Yeah. And <laughs> you, you see, and this thing, parkour has closer to martial arts and climbing than skateboard. Because skateboard is a little bit more rebellious. Parkour is also rebellious, but skateboard is more rebellious, more a little bit more destructive. And parkour is a little bit more holy, more like loving, in a way. Mm. I don't know if you I understand.
0: mean, yeah, I, I do understand your, your approach to it. And it's like... I. I've probably trained in like a similar way before and probably still do from time to time, but I I don't know how I train now, but I definitely don't, I'm not aware of any like Zen mentality behind my training. (laughs) And I think, (laughs) I don't think, none of us are. And I think that's like the main point of it, I guess. It's like different approaches to training. Mm -hmm. And I guess that was basically what I was trying to come at when I said that we were trying to do something in our own way, I guess that's just showing our approach to the training. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really remember, but I think I wrote that to you as well. Like, like it, you know, <laughs> earlier in parkour, there was like an approach to training, which in some senses was like, it was fucking weird. <laughs> like some people were just like, I mean, I mean, obviously just training, but it's like, it was, there was so much shit to it. That was just a bit weird, like, how we were dressing and like how we were doing like conditionings on the spots and stuff. And it was just like a lot of stuff that came with it. That was, it, it made sense back then, but it's like, we don't train in a similar way anymore. At least like, I don't, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I guess like we're, we're trying to do it in like a a new way to kind of show that we have a different approach to it at this point, if mm-hmm. that makes
1: sense. No, it's cool. It's cool, yeah I think it you you then just keep it keep, <clears throat> keep it it's you know, <laughs> <horrible>. uh, <laughs> i i i think it's it's very nice and I think yeah, and I understand your point very much for sure, and yeah. it's very yeah i mean
0: uh obviously, yeah, like a clarification is like like you said, if you train in in more of like, I'm not going to call it a spiritual way, but a more like uh, relaxation relaxation and like a meditational kind of way. That is sick. And I guess, I mean, especially if I think about it, you can kind of see that in your movement type of thing. But I feel like we kind of train more as just a thing of like going out and really just fucking around and like jumping on walls and having fun. And I guess that's our approach to it, that we're kind of trying to reflect in the videos. And maybe... I'm not gonna say that that's like skateboarding, but maybe it's more like the approach is more similar to skateboarding mm. for us at this point than yeah. maybe how people have trained in the past. And I guess that's maybe like the difference they can kind of tell in like videos and stuff as well.
1: Yeah, 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 I see, I see, I see what you mean. Mm. Yeah, but no, 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 it's not, it's not, i also not esoteric here, okay? No, no yoga, meditation, mindfulness. No, I mean, no, no, obviously, but. Because I, 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 I actually like it, obviously. Um, yeah yeah. but I like that side more down to work yeah I mean
0: I, I think it's fucking cool as well like the the disciplinary side of it you know like I feel like that was more it was more focused on like the discipline back in the day I, <laughs> I can't really speak for you because I, I wasn't really around I was like 5 years old
1: if I was <laughs> even born
0: but it's like I, I respect that like it's cool to have like the disciplinary side in it. you know out here in Stockholm we had people like going out for what it was called night missions back then but it was basically like a group of 15 people meeting up in Central, all black clothing, and then they <laughs> they had like a, a leader of the group who was going to run like a route through the city, and everyone was just going to follow and not say a word to each other, <laughs> and like climb around and climb under and run here, run there, and like balance and stuff, and you know, that, that sort of training, and it's like, that's so cool that we had that, and maybe we still do, um, but it's just not the approach that we have to our training
1: nah, yeah, anymore, if
0: that makes sense. So I guess we're, we're trying to kind of show that we have a different approach to it because yeah, I feel like maybe sometimes now. the perspective of parkour is like clouded. Like some people think that everyone does like the balancing or walking on all fours upwards, back stairs yeah. or something like <laughs>
1: It's really <laughs> like that nice, sort of man. Thing. I do that. I, I, my, my main training is going out and fucking around, of course. This is my main training. <laughs> <laughs> just going with a friend, dropping the bag in the sides, uh, jumping, finding challenges, sometimes not even getting to the spot because we get distracted by something <laughs> on the way. It's just for right, that's right. of course. But I love night missions. <laughs> I love just going yeah. out. Of course, not, not so much of the quadrupedal movement because I don't want to be too tired. So then I cannot train. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the thing that I want to <laughs> do more, but it, it happens. Right. And I have to, to uh, get back again to the, um, this uh, very annoying conditioning thing. Honestly, I hated it when I was 17, 18, I started training. And I, yeah. I was this Portuguese, the purist, the parkour Portugal, man. And these guys are right. like, no, if you <laughs> talk during the training, that, that was this, man. You cannot talk during the training. If you talk, <laughs> you have to do 10 push-ups. Yes, uh, if you say bad word when we could talk, 10 push-ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but let me,
0: let me bounce back to that real quick. Like when I said earlier, like, how people were, quote-unquote, weird, like they're doing condition, conditioning during the trainings, I didn't mean it, mean it in a way of, like, it's bad to do conditioning. No, no, I understand. I meant like
1: it. The training yeah, just yeah, I meant it more. <laughs> just doing quadrupedals. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but I feel like it was kind of, people were kind of trying to create uh, a vision of, like, you know, it's really it's a lot of focus on like the lifestyle of parkour, if that makes sense. Like yeah. m- and many people were saying, like the lifestyle, and they were kind of kind of making it out to be like if you're training parkour, you are also supposed to do this conditioning every training, or otherwise you're not a real athlete mm, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And no, I feel like course. that is the kind of perspective that's not really around in the in the community that much anymore. So no, that no, was more so what yeah, I no, meant by that.
1: There is, there is, there is both sides. There's a lot mm, of people who mm. still train like this. And there's a lot of people who are training like, uh, who used to train like this and are still training. Um, and the right, point right. of what I was telling about this, this uh, the co- old uh, Parkour Portugal group, is that I hated mm. it. And I just wanted to go outside and do flips and make lines. That was my thing with line thing tracers. We are like, yeah, let's just go and I want to do this flip, I want to do that flip, I want to do this jump. And I hated it. <laughs> But nowadays, me as another man, I look back and I'm like, thank you, motherfuckers. Thank you so much <laughs> for this. Because that discipline, first of all, that feeling of discipline, I think it got me really hooked to parkour. Even though I hated doing it, knowing that I was part of a tribe that had these mm. rituals that I didn't have to do every day. But once a week, I would go on a night session with them and I would belong in a, like this kind of... Uh, sept sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah made me feel like I belonged somewhere even more me who came from Brazil when I was an immigrant in Portugal That was in the first two years of my life here. I was belonging in a place So I really enjoyed it and right. Yeah second very important I, I've been training parkour for 16 years almost now. I never had a yeah. fucking injury man. <laughs> I never oh, really I never stopped for longer than a month
0: Yeah, that's crazy and That's so sick
1: and I'm very motivated and I trained today already trained two hours in the morning and mm. And I I have to say first I'm lucky second. I don't and I don't take a lot of risks anymore like crazy things mm-hmm. uh, but 100% sure Those guys created an armor in my body because I was working out I was 18 and I was like you like a like a little tank super thin, right. super <laughs> strong. Like, I want to go out and I would train and my trainings would be doing crazy lines also, but sometimes just training climb ups and we had this group, our forum of line traces mm-hmm. and our goal was to make 10,000 push-ups all together. How long would it take? You know, and so yeah. I have to be thankful to these the purists in, in a way. And it's not like... yeah, yeah, yeah out, for sure. But, but I understand their point.
0: Yeah, to be fair, that was probably the the smartest way to train <laughs> like we we are missing out on like strengthening and conditioning at this point like we definitely are <laughs> like we, we're not we don't really do that as much anymore as like a part of the parkour but it shouldn't be overlooked for sure like because if we don't like strengthening like if we don't strengthen our bodies we are going to get injured for sure <laughs> so yeah. like it, it, it was a smart move to kind of implement that into parkour for sure
1: yeah and, yeah. and plus, nowadays, like you guys, you have the cleanest, most beautiful technique. You do, you do parkour in this very intelligent way. Uh, the silent, good sticks, everything. The technique nowadays is very nice and polished. Back in the days, it was oh, just, it just drops and overgrips for <laughs> arm jumps. So,
0: yeah, yeah. One
1: of these days, I hurt my wrist by accident, uh. Uh, jumping too much on an arm jump. And I was not even oh, going yeah. for overgrip. I was just going for a normal grip. And right, right. by accident, I hurt, uh, hit with my wrist. I was joking around. Oh, shit. And yeah. I have little scars here. And I'm like, wow, man, that feels good. Like the good old days. <laughs> I used to always have these. I, I used to have always these fucked up wrists.
0: <laughs> yeah, that comes with it. Yeah, that's kind of funny because like, um, like for example, me and Lester. Uh, if you know Lester, who's a part of, of Keeper as well. um, You know, we did the uh, like kind of... You know, where where we trained out here in Stockholm, there was like two kind of base communities from parkour. So there was like one community where Leicester started out and that was like a very I think they're still around, like they're, they're training in a very similar way as as we talked about earlier with like the you know, the mandatory uh, conditioning and strength training, like every session and stuff. Um and they were doing like they were really doing like repetitions of all the basics like the vaults and how to actually properly land and stuff like that and you know lester was training with them for like maybe two years or something and then he he kind of left because they they he, he felt like they weren't really like pushing themselves that, that much
1: or something mm-hmm. like that yeah
0: um but the thing is now he he speaks about it quite often like how he's still you know he's very thankful for the fact that he was able to do that training in the beginning like you said because he, it's really given him like a really good base technique for all of those, like, bass movements,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: so I, th- I think that really helped him out, because me, on the other hand, when, like, the group I trained with, they were just fucking around. <laughs> like, we were having loads more fun, but, like, the coaches was like, all right, we're at the spot, what do you want to do, side flip drop? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like, that, it was that sort of a training, it was just fucking around, like, there's people that I still hang out with, like, it was just two different perspectives on it. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that one is better than the other, but yeah, yeah. I do I do definitely think it made sense to like implement more of like conditioning and strengthening to the training, like for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's again, it's the spectrum, right? Uh, you have mm-hmm. one side that's just fun, fucking around, finding lines, doing beautiful lines, creating content, but you also have this di- discipline sides that, you know, you don't have to pick one of the sides. It's just good to know that. Right. Right. You, you, you have all this variety and that you should explore and get better. Okay, so Joel, thank you very much. Now it's time for Tic Tac. You know, Tic Tac, I give you two options, you pick one of them. Uh, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, all
0: right, shit. Okay,
1: yeah, All right. So <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> competing or performing? Uh, performing. Front flips or back flips? Back flips. Coffee or Red Bull? Coffee. Gymnastics or martial arts?
0: Uh, martial arts. Maybe.
1: <laughs> coffee or tea? I already asked coffee.
0: Coffee. <laughs> All day coffee. <laughs>
1: uh, David Bell or Sebastian Foucault?
0: Mm. They have like the, the same uh, slot in my head, but I'm going to have to say <laughs> David Bell probably.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, G Fam or Motus Project. Woo. <laughs> well, G Fam
0: are my like actual homies. So I'm gonna have to say G Fam. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: lazy Voter cat pass. Uh lazy. <laughs> over or Elabaca.: Nice. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. I got your data on my uh, database. Creating the best tracer in the universe. Slowly, step by step. Okay, Joel, thank you very much, man. What you up thank to you. today? Work, study, train. Well, I'm fucking tired
0: because like I said, I'm doing finals, right? So last night I was up to five, right? And someone that was supposed to be handed in this morning. So right now I'm fucking I'm either going training or going to sleep. So I'm hopefully getting outside to train a
1: little bit. <laughs> okay, so please go you? enjoy. Yeah, I'm gonna now. I have to do some work more in, at home, but I might go out and train because the weather is quite nice.
0: Right. But dude, thank you for, for giving me the opportunity to come on here. Nice. And I want to be like like I said before, like very clear about like I, I wasn't trying to like dis- disrespect your your post or you in any way by like opening a discussion because to be honest, like. The comment that I first put on the photo, it, it was very fucking shallow. It was like, "Oh, bro, what do you want about?"
1: <laughs>
0: or like no. at least it, it looked like that, yeah. and it, it wasn't meant in any way of like me telling that you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's more no. so like I guess I just didn't really agree with it, and that was like the first type of way I expressed it.
1: No, no the, for... I'm happy
0: that we were able to have like a legitimate conversation about it.
1: Yeah, means. yeah, and also I I also want to say the thank you for coming and for telling me a little bit of you and your mindset and to introduce Mm -hmm. me to keep in a deeper level than only watching videos and seeing what you're doing online and I never meant to disrespect you in the way of saying like oh this guy's so lame you're trying to be skateboarders I the the main goal of the whole thing was to uh, try to keep us open for a dialogue and understanding that parkour is cool also you know we don't Mm -hmm. that's all we don't have to be ashamed of even though baggy pants are ugly, um, <laughs> we don't have to be ashamed of our culture. It's a cool one, and um, and I really appreciate your work, your movement, and everything that you and keep are doing. It's awesome. Keep it up, please. Thank you. Likewise, man. Likewise. <laughs> have a good cool. day, bro. Ciao, ciao. Enjoy. You too, man. All bye, man. Guys. Bye, bye. Thank you for joining. So warm. Hmm? I hope that you have enjoyed it as much as I did. Or maybe more. Don't forget to share it with your friends and be part of the club. And have a great week. See you very soon.